Welcome to What's Up in Jeju, where I visit places around the island and talk about what's happening with Hashtag Daily K's host, Peter Bint. Uh, we'll get on to today's topic. Where are you going to be taking us? So today we're going to be talking about Jeju stone culture. Mm. And for those who don't know, Jeju Island's nickname is Samdado. Samdado. Okay, I yeah. If you tested me on that, like giving me multiple choice, I might have got it. But if you asked me what was Jeju's nickname and gave me no options, I don't think I would have got that. I'm. I'm I should. Should I be ashamed? Yeah. <laughs> No, okay. uh, not a lot of people are familiar with it. Uh-huh. Uh, but Samdado basically means the island of the three abundances. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we've talked about how Jeju had an abundance of women mm-hmm. due to a variety of different reasons. Yes. Like how many men were fishermen but were lost at sea, or there was a mass exodus of men to the mainland sure. to escape the harsh living conditions here. Mm-hmm. Um, we also know that Jeju has an abundance of wind. Yeah, that, that's interesting. You can't really collect it and put it in like a museum, but there is a lot of wind happening on the island, and sometimes yeah, you go down there and you really don't expect winds, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the three abundance are women, wind, and the last one, the final one that I want to talk about today is a follow up to last week's episode where we talked about Manjango lava tube. Mm-hmm. And it is. Can you guess what it is? <laughs> Well, I do have the script, but I also do know, <laughs> Angel, I do know, like, I didn't know, uh, what, like like I said, Samdado rings a bell, but I do know in English, like, the yeah. three things that Jeju is famous for. And one of them is the stone, and I always think of the volcanic rock, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it might sound familiar because the water is named after it, the Samda water. Yes, that is one of the yeah. most well-known bottled waters from Korea, isn't it? Fabulous. Right, right. So this week I visited the Dolbenna School of Jeju Stone Culture. I met with the founder and owner, Mr. Cho Han Jin, and mm-hmm. he is an expert stonemason, or in Jeju the Jeju dialect, we call him a Dolchengi. Dolchengi. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he was actually born and raised here in Jeju. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he first became interested in Jeju stone culture when he was in college. He went on a trip uh, around the mainland and realized for the first time in his life that the rest of Korea doesn't have stones like Jeju. Ah, if you're on Jeju, you might just think that's normal. So Jeju's rocky terrain and rocky uh, soil have dr- traditionally been both a curse and a blessing. Mm. So on the one hand, Jeju's soil is vastly different than that of the mainland, Mm -hmm. mainly for being very low in nutrients and having a very high rock content. Mm -hmm. So this made it really difficult for farming, and it was not suitable for agriculture. But on the other hand, Jeju Islanders were able to make use of the rocks by using it as tools for fishery and agriculture, as well as utilizing it to protect themselves from the other abundance wind ah i see okay that's clever so use your disadvantage Mm -hmm. maybe to your advantage like that yes yes exactly and the people of jeju were also able to use the soil to its advantage in agriculture by cultivating a thriving citrus industry because citrus is best grown in soil that's well drained Ah, and rocky soil will drain quicker than, like, yeah. muddy soil. Wow. Right. We're like right. geologists today, Angel. Yeah, so you'll find that uh, Jeju doesn't get a lot of flooding. Ah, yeah, because 
you know, we yeah. talk about flash flooding in many parts of Korea. Obviously, the climate is also slightly different in Jeju, but I didn't think about that factor that the the mm-hmm. bedrock is different, like the the base level. I guess in cities where there's concrete everywhere, maybe it could happen. But in general, Jeju-do is not victim to floods mm-hmm. too often. Interesting. Right. Yeah. So I have a pop quiz for you, Peter, and our listeners, oh, if you're ready for that. We love pop quizzes. Nice. So I have three images that I prepared today for the pop quiz. Mm-hmm. And the name of the pop quiz, what we're going to call it is, guess the name of the stone structure. <laughs> that just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for each picture that we're going to put on the video stream, we want you to say picture yeah. one, what it's called, picture two, what it's called, picture three, okay. what it's called, and then we'll give the answers after the song break. All right, mm-hmm. image number one then. Okay, so okay, cause, image number one. Because we are a radio show, I feel we have to also describe these pictures for people just listening in mm-hmm. their cars, especially down on Jeju Island, because you'll want to get these right. So, okay, I'll, I'll try yeah. my best. This seems like uh, uh, again the volcanic rock, and it looks like a person who's got two hands mm-hmm. on their stomach and a very big face. Oh yes, nice. And a hat as well. All right, that's photo number one. I'm intrigued about photo number two then. Oh, so -hmm. in this picture, again, for our listeners, how would we describe this angel? I'll let you take this description. Okay, so this one, we see um, a big green field Mm -hmm. full of crops. I don't know what kind of crops, but they're all green. Very green. (laughs) And, (laughs) And through the middle of it, uh, there is a stone wall. So what is the name of this stone wall? Yes. What do we call this? It looks like lots of stones just kind of stacked up on each other. From what I can right. see, it doesn't look mm-hmm. like there's any cement or anything as well, which is quite amazing. It's not there really... There is no cement. It's not really mm-hmm. high, but still impressive. Okay, and picture number three, mm-hmm. third and final one before our song break. Okay, picture number three. Are you going to do this or do you want me to? Well, there's lots of rocks everywhere. Are, are we concentrating on yeah. the kind of piled up version that has a kind of sticky up yeah. thing? Yeah, so it is a piled up uh, structure of rocks. Uh-huh. And this one's really difficult. So I'm going to give you a hint. Oh, nice. To make it just a little bit easier. Okay. So it's three syllables. It's a three syllable Korean word. Uh-huh. And the first one is room. Room. The second one is four. And then the third one is a single-syllable Big Bang member. Oh, I think I know from those great hints. So that will come up with a (laughs) three-syllable Korean word. Uh, We got lots of answers flowing into us, Angel. So do you want me to give them to you? And you can tell me if they're correct or not, okay? So photo number one, which was the uh, person with their hands on their stomach and a little hat on. Maybe we can get it on the screen again if we're lucky. Uh, We got a guest from Tiggerish in the States saying gnome man. Is that correct? (laughs) (laughs) I'm judging by the laugh. Good try. Good try. No. Well, first of all, these are Korean words. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think even the translation is directly gnome man, right? <laughs> no, no, unfortunately. No. Incorrect, Grish, but you get points for making Angel giggle a lot. Uh, we've also yeah. got Vito going for the Grandfather Stone 
Ooh. Oh, not Korean. that's a lot closer, yes. Not Korean, but points for a, a good guess there, I would say. And uh, Siska says Tol Harubang. Wow! Ding dong ding! We have a winner! Well done. Uh, yeah, good job. Uh, that's what we yeah. call it, right? In, in Jeju, that statue of the kind of grandpa. It's four syllables. Tol harubang. Tol harubang. Tol meaning stone, right? Stone, and harubang is a Jeju word for grandfather. Ah, okay, so it's just stone grandpa, basically. Yes. Oh, yes. lovely stuff. Okay, well done, sis. Got yeah. one point on the board. Very good. Should good job. Ex- so these Dolharabang guys, they're said to be guardian deities to protect the town and village from evil spirits. They're also believed to help with fertility. Oh, well... My parents had at least one child, as far as I'm aware, me. So it didn't didn't, yeah. <laughs> didn't not work, I suppose. Uh, let's, uh... It's the nose that helps. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So pregnant women would rub the nose or sometimes even shave some off and eat it in hopes of having a boy. The stone. They'd eat the stone powder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's scientifically proven, but uh, interesting. <laughs> uh, can I give you the answers for number two? Yes, let's do that. Uh, Tigerish says uh, the soybean fields. And then he was like, oh, no, no, no. You mean the stone wall? What's that called? Okay, the Great Wall of Jejudo. Oh, no, it's not the Great Wall of Jejudo, but. No uh, giggles this time. Something either. sounds similar to that. No <laughs> and then Noor says, uh, is it Toldam? Yes! Ding dong ding! Well done. We got the toll in there again, right? From the first answer as well. Right, right. It is toll thumb. And these are stone walls uh, to create boundaries, but also protect against roaming animals and strong winds. Oh, nice. And then for number three, that was one that I had no idea about until your hints. But the answers we got, Josh Lee said, uh, I think this is a technical term. A rock thingy which grants wishes. <laughs> uh, you're right on one account. It's a rock. Yeah, there you thingy. go. It's a thingy. The hint before was room four and then single syllable Big Bang member. So I reckon room is pang, four is sa, mm-hmm. and tap. Yeah. Pang sa tap. Yes. Yes. You get the points, Peter. Ding, dong, ding. In your face, all you listeners out there. (laughs) Okay, what's that about? So this is literally an anti-evil tower. And it's common to see these cone-shaped pagodas uh, made of stones piled up on the coast or at the entrance to a village or town. Wow. And they're believed to ward off evil spirits and disasters. Oh, wow. So these stones, including the Harubang, the Dol Harubang, seem to be all linked to, like, luck, right? Or or maybe blessings. Yes, yes. It was part of their uh, faith, their religion. Oh, wow. That is so interesting. Um, And so these stones, in terms of, like, farming, like you said earlier, a bit of a curse. You can't really grow much. The citrus fruit's kind of an exception there. But they were also used to right. utilize to the Jejudoites-like right. advantage. Right. And we covered a few of them, like the Prutok for the Henyo oh, and yes. their uh, stone enclosures next to the sea where they could rest and change and mm. things like that. And then we talked about like the Wondam, which is a shallow stone wall built into the ocean as a fishing tool. Uh-huh. So when the tide came in and then went out, fish would get trapped inside. Oh, wow, that's a clever idea. But if you were ever to view Jeju in like a panoramic aerial perspective, like if you're coming down from the plane and you got to see the landscape, Mm. 
you'd notice a long, curvy black line that snake all around the island. Oh, wow. Yeah, we gave it a name. It's the Black Dragon Great Wall. Oh, so someone's guess earlier with the Great Wall of Jejdo wasn't yeah. terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was really surprised. I was like, oh, they, they hit they hit a little bit. Yeah. Although these stone walls all look kind of similar, there are very clear distinctions to each type, and they're called by different names. Okay, so we have a video of your interview to play now, right? Yes, okay. and this interview was uh, Mr. Cho. 이렇게 생긴 거는 똑같은데 똑같은데 어느 위치에 있느냐에 따라서 이름이 달라집니다. 이 담이 밭에 있으면 밭담. 이게 집에 있으면 울담. 이게 또 어디 목장에 있으면 잣성. 어디 바닷가에 있으면 뭐 환해장성. 뭐 이렇게 에 위치에 따라서 달라지기도 하고 용도에 따라서도 달라지고 그래서 이제 부르는 이름이 아주 다양합니다. Yes. So I also want to put up image number four that mm-hmm. kind of will help show what he was talking about. Okay. Yeah. So he was saying that there are different, uh, the, the stone walls are called different names according to where it is, where it's located, or its function. Mm, they all look similar, though. They all look very, very similar. So a chiptam or a house wall is built to demarcate houses. Mm-hmm. A patam or a field wall is to draw boundaries along fields. And this one's the most common, what you can see from the plane. Mm-hmm. And a santam stands around a grave site to protect it from grazing livestock. Uh-huh. Right. I see. That's the third picture on the right-hand side, because we usually have just the mounds here in Seoul and the surrounding right. areas. Interesting stuff. Uh, so what do you want to get on to next, Angel? This is part three, and we're going to call it the JDC Update Break. Oh, another brilliant title. You, you're a genius, <laughs> literary you, you. genius. Uh, so this is a little bit separate <laughs> from what we've been talking about up till now. Right. So this past weekend, I was invited to attend a community service event that was held by the JDC. And uh, I met up with Miss Kim Min Young. And if you uh, were, if you tuned in a few weeks ago, mm. I interviewed a few people of the JDC at the headquarters. Yeah. And she was one of the ladies that worked at the Global Education City Department. Oh, nice. So we're going to hear yeah, something so I, from her. Yes, yes. So I was able to meet up with her, and she told me about the GEC Farmers Market. The GC Farmers Market, and um, mainly we have a market from the farmers of the Daejeon area, and also we have some um, sellers from the students and the parents that they are all volunteered to, to participate it, and they sell their um, goods. It's a part of a community service, and uh, it's very pleasure to to have those kind of very good participants from the city. And um, I hope this kind of event can be uh, more broad uh, in the next year. I hope so. And uh, JDC will be uh, ready for that. I, I think so. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Well, that, that's right, so, in, inconsiderate of the event to carry on with their hosting of that loud stuff on stage. <laughs> Don't they know about Daily K? It was so loud. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think we got the message, though. We could hear her. Yeah, the GEC department opened a farmer's flea market for the residents and students. 
Yeah, we got a photo here on the video stream. Right. So th- there were local farmers from the Taejung area. And there was also what they call a tojari market, which is a flea market. And GEC families and students were invited to sell their used goods or new goods at cheaper prices. I was thinking, are there farmers who are growing Pokemon cards selling them on that mat? But that is obviously... Ah, that was so cute. The kids selling their cards. Yeah, it, they were really trying to sell it hard, too. It was so cute. It looks like, uh, I don't know, but it looks like they've turned them upside down so you can't see what cards you're getting. Maybe they were trying to swindle <laughs> the kids by oh. saying, here, you pay a certain amount. And it could be good, but it could be a rubbish card as well. <laughs> wow, that's I didn't even notice that. That's such a good idea. That is clever, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so that was just something they do uh, for, for I don't know, the farmers on the one side, but also the for the community. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, they used to be it used to be more regular, but they had to cut it out because of COVID. But they're uh, st- they started it back up again and they want to do more things for the community there. And this is in that uh, education city area. Yes, the global education city in Taejung. Which, like you said, anyone can go to, even if you're not attending the school. You can just have a walk around and stuff like that. So it's open to to everyone. Yeah. Lovely. And we got another image as well. Yes, and so these ladies had several tables set up. They were from Han Ultari, which is a charity organization, and they sold snacks, toys, and other donated goods, and all proceeds uh, will be donated to the community. Oh, that's lovely, isn't it? Did you manage to get your hands on anything, yeah. Angel? Yeah, so if you're looking at the picture, uh-huh. uh, the boy on the right, that's my son. Is he eyeing up some kind of cup noodles or something there? Yes, <laughs> those are Jeju cup noodles. The Jeju ones available. <laughs> yeah, we have some here too. Oh, wow. I mean, of course you have cup noodles there as in, you know, you're living out in the sticks with no electricity yeah. or anything. But there's like a Jeju brand of cup noodles? It is uh, specific to Jeju in that it's a local business oh. that created this flavor. Wow. And I believe it's Sora, so it's a conch. <gasps> conch flavor cup noodles. I don't think, actually, on yeah. the flip side, we have that up here. Or if we do, it's hard to find. Is it good? Uh, it's really good. I love it. Spicy it really as good. well, like regular kind of cup noodles. Yes, it's a little spicy, but you really get that seafood flavor. Wow, fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Tropical K from the Caribbean saying, I love these community uh, community markets. Great way to support homegrown businesses and keep the money in the local economy. What's Up in Jeju is supported by JDC, which is creating a free international city that resembles nature, embraces the future, and reaches the world. Arirang Radio.